Welcome to the Kick Pod, your weekly DNM on the stuff that matters. Good morning. Good morning. It's, it's not, not the morning. morning. <laughs> oh my God. I love to just throw you with what random. Time of date is. Yeah, but I'm never right with what I say, and I do that on purpose to see if you're going to lie to the listeners or you're oh. going to keep it real and I tell them I'm lying. <laughs> anyway, how are you? What's going on? You've been to Byron. You you come back. You've popped, recharged. I have popped. I mean, in your belly. No yeah, no, no, no. <laughs> popped in energy. Um, no, Byron was awesome. Recharged, feeling really good, but um, actually really happy to be home in a weird yeah. way. I think I've just been so used to being home all year that whilst it was absolutely incredible. It's kind of nice to come back. Um, but yeah, I have popped. It's weird. Everyone does say that though, when you kind of get to that midway point of like 20 weeks of pregnancy, that's when you can really start to pop. I mean, some women, it's even later than that. And then some, it's obviously earlier, but that's kind of where everyone says you start to notice it. And it's funny because when I was like 15 weeks or 14 weeks, like I thought I had, because I know my body really well and like, of course. you know, can tell the difference, but um a lot of my friends who have been pregnant were like, do you just, just wait a little bit longer and then you'll realize when you popped. And I think what it is, is like when you roll out of bed in the morning, like first thing and you feel like you've popped, it's like, that's when you know you've popped. And that's definitely happened in the last like week or so. And I've also started feeling you moving around and kicking and stuff, which is just like the coolest thing ever. Um, and I can't wait for that, like, to get even stronger. And you look more pregnant. Like, when I see you, I obviously haven't forgotten that you're pregnant. But often, because I'm so used to saying you're not pregnant, I, like, forget that you're pregnant. Yeah. And last night we went out for dinner and you were, like, this beautiful pink dress. And it was so tight. And I was like, oh, my God, you're pregnant. Like, I mean, of course I know that. But it's like, now it's like you're really yeah. pregnant. Yeah. It's kind of past that point it's of, real. like, people looking at me and wondering if I'm bloated or not. It's like, no, I don't think she's bloated. I think she might be pregnant. But anyway, how are you going? Good. I'm having a coffee. Zeph just made me... We're recording for the first time. Together. We could have recorded for the past it's few weeks. It's really funny that we haven't done it. We live really. five minutes away from each other, but we have decided to still <laughs> Zoom in our own homes. But today we're not. So it's lovely to be looking at you in the oh. eye. <laughs> Isn't that nice? I just Seb made me a coffee with two shots, so I'm it's just hitting me. Good. Whoa. <laughs> okay. So you actually have a special share this week for us that isn't I don't know if you saw what the show notes. I didn't even attempt no. to summarize it. Last week's special share. I'm sorry, absolutely. I thought absolutely it was hilarious. Bush- no, it was it. so funny. Oh my god. I'm so sorry for that last week that anyone had to sit through that. That was a very long story, but no. The yeah, the poor listeners. No, today's, it was actually funny. <laughs> this very special share from me is um, it shouldn't take me too long at all. Um, but it's a book. Are you going to read it? No. It's just like it's only a thousand pages. I'll just read the first chapter. Um, so the book is called Nine Perfect Strangers and the author, I'm so sorry if I'm going to pronounce this wrong, but I think it's Leanne Moriarty. She's the writer of Big Little Lies um, and another really well-known book, Truly Madly Guilty. And she's actually written quite a few books. Like I think there's about seven that she's written um, and I always see them popping up. I actually bought myself Truly Madly Guilty probably a year or so ago, started reading it and was really interested. But then I think I just, you know, when you kind of get through you go through a time of like when you're feeling really motivated to read. I think and I hit a, yeah, yeah, and then you stop. Yeah. I think I hit that period where I stopped. So I didn't actually ever 
fully get into it, but I really enjoyed the first couple of chapters. And then I've watched Big Little Lies. Mm-hmm. I didn't read that, but is I... Reese with a spoon in that? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Yep. And I know Nicole Kidman. Yes. 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 Yeah. So that's obviously an incredible story. Yes. Um, and I'm sure would have been a really great book if you think about how good the show was. So I was really interested when I saw this on the shelf at the airport, actually. From so my how many trip. special shares have you got here? Is it three books? It's, no, or? but it's, it's really her as a writer, I think, is my special share. But no. I'm joking. So this one I is... I finished this book, Nine Perfect Strangers. With the stones Strangers. on the page. Yeah. So Nine Perfect Strangers is about um, these people going to a health retreat. Yes. So it's a really, like, wellness-based health retreat um, that's a bit different. And I'm not going to give much away, but I will say if you do pick it up and you do read it, it's a slow start. Mm-hmm. Um, but about midway, it starts to get really interesting. And then I literally could not put the book down. Like, the book is about 500 pages long. Yeah, it's about 500 pages long. And I finished it probably in maybe, like, six sittings. Mm-hmm. As in, like, you know, I just couldn't put it down. And the end is, like, But you put crazy. it down six times. Well, yeah. <laughs> I mean, you know what I mean. It's freaking no, long. It's a long book. You can't to read 500 no, pages in a day no. you're working, yes. Unless it's, you know, Twilight. Um <laughs> But no, I really, really, really liked it. And now I'm just like so interested in getting back into Truly Madly Guilty, her other mm-hmm. book that I bought and probably the rest of it. So that is my special share. And it probably did go for longer than So rating, I yeah, because I'm in a <laughs> Rating out of 10 is, I put it down six times, but. No, I reckon I'd really probably good. rate it like an eight out of 10. Okay. Because, only because the start was slow. Okay. Yeah. Thank you. No worries. What's your special show? <laughs> Mine is a movie. It is called About Time. Oh, I love that it's movie. It's such a beautiful movie and I forgot how much I loved it. And Dalton had just, I'm over working out what movie to watch. Like I can't, I can't look at like a Netflix or any I know. subscription yeah. service screen yeah. again to try, well I can, I will, I'll probably do it tonight, but um, <laughs> to try and work out what I'm going to watch because yeah. we just sit there for half an hour we spend and more time scroll, doing that. yeah, hundred yeah. percent and we can't decide, but this was, Dalton had chosen it and he was already watching it. Okay. He's is a Sunday day watch hard. I okay. usually watch movies in the day, but yeah. he was, I was on and I was like, yeah. oh, oh, come. You know, I was watching, oh my God, I love this movie. And then I ended up sitting and watching the whole thing and it you just cry and yeah. it's beautiful. It's like happy and sad and just Yes. And lovely. I love Rachel McAdams. She's, she's amazing. Gorgeous. And the male actor, I can't he's remember so his funny. name, but he's very funny. Yeah. It's just a beautiful feel good movie. Nice for Christmas. It's yeah. not Christmas related. So no. one of those... Um, what's the one that I spoke about the other week that I didn't like? Uh, oh, a, yeah, Holiday. Holiday. It's not, not a holiday, holiday type. No. It's a very beautiful... Not that if you, if you if made you that movie, it. it's yeah. fine. No it was funny. Yeah. But it's not like that. It's yeah. just a really feel-good, just beautiful storyline, well-produced movie. So I highly recommend. Now, well, Steph, you. what guest have you got today? I've heard uh, she's an international yeah. uh, re- Superstar. recording artist. Yeah, I'm trying no. to know where that came from. Very excited for today's <laughs> guest, guys. Um, Laura is no longer the host anymore. <laughs> more for today um we thought for our last two episodes of this season that we would kind of split our wrap-ups into two separate interviews so today i will be interviewing lawsy um it's a horrible interview i yeah. cried because oh my I, God. Got, I got uh what's the word when you interrogated oh <laughs> like God. i was on sas <laughs> no, but it, I have to thank you guys because um, whilst I had definitely had an idea and direction, you I reached out to our community and a lot of you came back with some really great questions. So I've added them in as well. Um, it's all going to be about how this year has gone, but also just touching base and a few exciting little personal things like, like am I wedding no. or pregnancy? <laughs> yes, all the, all the juicy things. I have to say the amount of times since you've been pregnant, people are asking me if I'm pregnant. I'm like, I know we do a lot of things. Yeah, we together, do a lot of things together. But I'm not pregnant. <laughs> anyway. I shouldn't have... have gave it away. Now you won't listen. 
We hope you guys um, enjoy this chat, I suppose. Yeah. <laughs> well, hello, Lawsy. <laughs> Um, we've already intro the I podcast. Know, I know. <laughs> yeah, but we're going to have the music this in between. Is, so. This is your the guest, remember? So welcome to the kick pod. Uh, thank you so much for having me. I've heard... Many great things. Uh, some good and some Freshable. bad things about this podcast. <laughs> Maybe the hosts aren't so great. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I'm, I'm really excited to actually get to interview you today. This is going to be nice and fun. Lots of juicy things coming up, guys. Not really. I'm not a juicy person. I don't know what juice you can get out of me, but let's... First of all... Let's try. First of all, um, really want to congratulate you and so does the entire community on graduating. Well, I know you haven't, like, you know, officially, officially graduated, yet. but you passed, which is really exciting. So congratulations on finishing up your law degree. How do you feel? This is so funny because we already spoke about this <laughs> unrecorded. But thank you. Yes, I did. I did pass my subjects. I'm very relieved. Mm. I was so sure that I had failed. No, subject you weren't sure. I was so sure. I was like, that's it. I've never failed, but this is now I'm going to fail because I've told everyone that I'm finished uni. I made this big palaver mm. over it and then I'll be like, I didn't finish. I remember but what <laughs> I remember when you did, when you did, you kind of came to me and you were like, so, um, you know, I, I like have to pass. Yeah. So, so like, what if I failed? Then I haven't actually graduated. I was just like, yeah, you, oh. you bought me a beautiful graduation <laughs> gift and it was so kind. And I was like, do I return this if I fail? No. <laughs> but you have finished. I think school. I was, I thought I was going to fail because there was obviously being the last year. I, yeah. It's not like I could just make up subjects next yeah. year. I would have had to stay longer. Yeah. So I think because there was so much writing on this semester, that's why I thought, it would be the one that I would fail, but um, yeah, it feels it feels like good. Except my so because it's not my uni's fault. It's just like all unis. I think the graduation process is a bit. It's hard because of COVID. Yeah. So they have to have less people at this year's graduation. But also my the way I've done my course because it's taking me so long. Mm. I've gone a really roundabout way of my mm. university course degree, and so it means that they have to check a lot of things to yeah, make right. sure. Which is a good thing that I have a real legitimate degree, and I haven't just <laughs> done subjects that don't count. So they're still checking my subjects. Yeah thing yeah. and so I haven't got an email yet to say that I've graduated <laughs> so I called them and I said look I've passed yeah have I graduated and they said you're on the list to be checked but you haven't been checked yet so okay. I am do you know I'm when you're right... gonna find that out don't know okay Surprise but I might graduate next year in May okay I'm in a Facebook group for my uni yeah. and that seems to be what everyone but is predicting so I, know, I don't I know but anyway yes done as I said to you though, it's not a bad thing if the graduation is pushed back because I feel like you really need that moment where you can throw a cap up in the air. I, I have to have it. I you have, have to have, have it, it. after have this long in uni. You really, you deserve some that Some people moment. don't want to go to like, some people, a lot of people are like, because the graduation is, I think you sit there for, and anyone could be listening and have actually been through one and they're like, no, Laura, that's, that's wrong. So happens. let me know. But I think you have to sit there for like a long time while they announce every person's name that's yeah. been graduated yeah. and they yeah. walk up. So that takes yeah. quite a while. And a yeah. lot of people say it's draining and they don't yeah. want to go. But I just... I, you have to. I have to have that yeah. my, my Al Woods moment. Yeah, exactly. Al Woods, yeah. yeah. Um, and like if it was this side of the year, it probably wouldn't happen because of COVID. You no, they're still doing people. it, but oh, it's a they? different time. Yeah, right. Yeah, so less people, I think, can do it this year. Yeah, but right. anyway, that's fine. Yeah, right. I'll just drag it out even longer. Because <laughs> it's still, I mean, it's still in my, my bio of my Instagram. That's your I'm identity, uni student. remember? We <laughs> can't lose this uni student identity. So I'll keep it, keep it going until at least May next year. <laughs> oh my God. You know, you can just change it to graduated student. I don't know. <laughs> that's kind of like... I don't know if that's something. I don't know. I actually don't know if I because you do have that. the degree. 
Yeah, but that's being a student is something like, oh yeah, she's a student, but saying just because like, you're 10% off discount. I'm graduating. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I can't get my student discount anymore. No, because being saying that you have your degree in your mm. bio, mm. like my bio's not my resume. Mm. But is it? Well, I think... But saying I'm a student, just like, oh, she's a student. But a lot of people follow you and love you for... Which we're going to get into, guys. Don't <laughs> worry, because I know a lot of you guys wanted to have some study tips. A lot, of you, a lot of people follow you for that sort of stuff. So I think people are definitely still interested to know that you've graduated. Hmm. You know? You can't be a student forever. Yeah. I mean, you could if you wanted to. <laughs> yeah, Knowing yeah. you, you're probably going to enroll in something yeah. this year. Um, but what question did come up a lot? I know we've spoken about this, but question came up a lot um, basically with your law um, degree. I know that it's come in handy so much with what we do oh, in business. <laughs> it really has been a great help. Um, but do you think you'll actually ever practice law? I don't know. That's a very good question. And I, a lot of people ask, now you've finished uni, mm. what's your job going to mm. be? And I said, I already have a job. Keep yeah. it clean yourself, full-time <laughs> job. So nothing's going to change there. But the one thing you have to do is your PLT, which is your practical legal, I hope it stands for that, legal training. <laughs> and it's a six-month course yeah. in person, or and I think you can do it online as well, mm. where you learn how to be a lawyer yeah. before you can then become one. And I think there's a deadline on maybe five or six years. I have okay. to look it up. After you ha- yeah. Within finishing your degree, you have to do that okay. to be able to practice. Okay. And I would love, love, depending on what happens with life and yeah. everything yeah. and kick, to yeah. be able to do that in a few years mm-hmm. because I, I don't know. I would just love to know that I've come this far yeah. and I'm like, I would like the option yeah. maybe if I do want to be a lawyer down yeah. the track. But I, I can't see myself as a – we work with a lot of fantastic commercial lawyers. Yeah. It's just not, not, where I see, no. not where I see myself personally yeah. being. But I would love to be able to um, – work in like a community legal center or give yeah. back in some way. I feel like the legal system isn't as accessible for everyone. And, and often, I mean, something that we've kind of found mm. is that if you have a lot of money to pay for good lawyers, then you get good lawyers. And then if you don't, you don't have the same access. So I'd love to be able to help there in in some way. But then in saying that, I will have to do a lot of practice because I, I, say, I would like to be a good lawyer. You want to be a good people. lawyer. Yeah. <laughs> so I suppose you just never know. Keep the options open. Yes, exactly yeah. right. But um, yeah, that's where my mind's at. Well, that's mm. great. Yes. And to touch on what I said we were going to get to, because a lot of people ask you for these all the time. <laughs> A lot of people have just finished, um, you know, year 12 and everything. And I know they came to you for a lot of advice when it comes to studying and all that sort of stuff. But obviously that's just one group of people. They're now going into uni and they're going to have to start, you know, it's very different uni versus VCE. Um, But then also there's a lot of people in our community who are in year 11 or year 12. And I suppose what are your top study tips when it comes to staying motivated to stay studying? Well, I wrote these down because I didn't want to forget. Okay. Um, So... Top study tips. Number one is planning your time. That is the most important thing. When I did, I mean, now obviously through uni, I've mm. had social media You've and had a everything. lot of time to figure it out as well. Yes, exactly. <laughs> but in uh, in high school, I don't. There was no Instagram. There was only Facebook, yeah. which is obviously something you could procrastinate on. But Instagram, I think, is quite dangerous with studying. Yeah, yeah, you just scroll and scroll and scroll. So it's so important to plan your time out. And what I do is, and it seems so. It takes some time to do it, but then once you've done it, it actually helps so much with mm. productive study because I find that if I don't plan my time, I will I could dedicate a whole day and only do one hour of productive study, mm. whereas if I had a plan that I could, you know, do seven or eight. So what I do is I work in study blocks, so I block my time out, but I don't just write the subject that I'm going to study or I write what I'm going to do in that time mm. because then that makes me accountable and I have to get it done in that block and then I don't 
procrastinate. So that mm. really, really helps me. You have to schedule breaks. Mm. Breaks are very important. So if you, what I do is I put my phone on flight mode and so then I can't really be contacted and I won't go on Instagram and things like that. And mm. then I'll let myself so silly we reward ourselves with scrolling through Instagram no, but, but yeah. anyway that is that's something that I'll be able to do in my 15 minute break that I will schedule for myself and that helps me so much mm. and then also find what study method works for you yeah. so everyone is different like I mean I'm sure Seth yeah. our study methods would be totally different I'd actually be interested to to compare the pair but go on with yours well, no, I don't even want I mean, for me, it's all about, I really learn through understanding and repetition. So I have to continue to, I hand write things out. Yeah, that really um, helps me. Saying. And I think we're similar yeah. in that what works for me, and this helps with my understanding of something, I'll get a big A3 piece mm-hmm. of paper and Visual. I'll like, yeah, I'll write it all out and where everything connects and yeah. highlight and go back. And that is how I learn. Uh, it does take time, but that that's what works best for me. But everyone is different. I also find sometimes if something's really difficult, I will record it. And yeah. then I just listen yeah, to yeah. it, which is, it's painful. It's not the best listening. It's not yeah. as good as a podcast, but yeah. I'll listen to myself saying it. And that really helps me as well. But the number one thing is getting the understanding. Because I think if you just try and memorize something, but you don't understand the concept, then it's really hard to be able yeah. to apply it in an exam scenario. And then... Oh, do practice exams. They are the, the most, I mean, you're practicing the questions you're going to do and then you can, mm. that helps me so much. And then lastly, be comfortable in doing your best and know that you can't do any more than your best mm. and that's okay. We're all so different in how we study and, you know, some people might not be able to study for a test and get a hundred. Mm. And then I found that I'm someone, I could study for 20 hours mm. and I'll get a worse mark than someone mm. that didn't have to study because they might understand it better. And that's just, I suppose, the, the way it is. It's important to try, but just know that your best is enough. Mm. And then when you walk into the exam hall or submit your assignment or whatever it might be, Know that you can't do anything to change the knowledge that you have yeah. in that moment. So, yeah. stre- like often a lot of people get very stressed from exams, mm-hmm. which I definitely get stressed. But what really helped me was knowing that walking to that hall, mm. talking to people about things that I hadn't learned yet, or trying to work, think of things that I should have done, that just makes you so stressed yeah. and you can't focus your thoughts on what you do know. So, that is my number one tip. The, the morning of your exam, know you've done everything that, that you can, and what you can control now is what you know. And calming your nerves as, as much as possible and thinking yeah. and especially going to a uni exam early and talking to people and they're like oh have you done this mm. and you're like ah oh, I, I didn't even look at that and then yeah. you get stressed and then you know it might not even be on the exam so that's yeah they're my number one tips they're great tips thank you I, <laughs> I, I was definitely one who struggled with um, getting on top of my stress when it came to the year 12 exams like I didn't put a lot of pressure on myself during VCE, um, everything that I wanted to do past school, you know, I was happy to go to TAFE to do, uh, p- to be a P teacher. And like, you know, I, I didn't need there's to work There's lots of routes towards, you can yeah, take yeah. to get into, even if you eventually wanted to do uni, totally. things. Yeah. And so I was really open to that. So I, and my parents obviously were really supportive as well and, and didn't put too much pressure on me. Obviously they wanted me to do my best, but yeah, I, w- I had a lot of friends who um, had a lot of pressure on themselves to like reach a certain score or anything like that. That's so what I did to myself. It was, it was very different. <laughs> But I think what then happened was when it did come time to preparing for my exams, and I was very much the same. I had to write things out. I had to highlight things. I had to do them on sticky notes, have the sticky notes in front of me, um, put them on my mirror, like everything. I just had to have them everywhere and just repeat them, repeat them, repeat them. Um, That was the best way for me to learn. But one thing I remember, I was so disappointed in myself after this, but 
I was really good. Like I had straight like A pluses all year in studio arts in every um, small test or whatever we had, any, any SAC and then obviously all the visual projects as well. But then when it came to the exam, I think because I thought the exam theory, this. I know a yes. lot of people that killed it in yeah. studio art all through the yeah. year and then the exam was theory yeah. and it that threw, I think that threw a lot of people. Oh, because I mean, we did do tests throughout the year that were theory, but they were just like on a certain topic, yes. you know, like, and it was, you could just kind of focus on that and you, you know, it was what you just learnt. So mm-hmm. it was really easy mm-hmm. to remember. But when it comes to the end of the year and it's like everything you learnt for the year and I was always a lot more creative than I was, you know, good at theory and mm-hmm. stuff like that. So I think I didn't really plan. I actually didn't study much at all for mm-hmm. studio arts because I was like, You'll be oh, fine. I've got yeah, this. Yeah, like, yeah. I've been, I was great all year and I'll just focus my time on all the subjects that I hate <laughs> or that I feel like I really struggle with. And then I ended up getting like a C on that exam. And like, I was just so disappointed because I was, I mean, all of the subjects that I did marked me down anyway. Mm. So I wasn't like expecting to get like some amazing score. But I felt like that's where I really could have brought, you know, brought my numbers up. But then again, obviously, with what I do now, it really didn't make a difference. Um, but it, it did stress me out. And um, and I just think you just don't need that added, added stress. Mm. So time management is a really great, great tip. And to just kind of like, yeah, just prep, prep for everything. Like yeah. even the stuff that you're confident with, you might as well just go over it. Um, but yeah. I agree. And I think, you know, like everyone should know now that if you don't do – in every exam, if you don't do well in it, it's okay. And oh, yeah. There's always a path to, to do something else. But mm. once you really try to – if you really want to get somewhere with something and, and you need to get through an exam to do it, then mm. just make sure, you like you kind of said, put mm. yourself in the best possible mm. situation for going into that and prepare. Because when you finish it, it's just that you feel so accomplished yeah. because you know you've tried your best and you've done everything that you could and you don't look back and think, oh, I wish I had have done that. But then you also learn it every time that, mm. that you do it. Yeah. Couldn't agree more. Um, all right. On to right. this year. The big okay. topic. You know, 2020, <laughs> it's been a ride. It, it really is. has. Um, outside of COVID, you know, the business itself has gone through so many exciting highs, like really big things, like obviously the relaunch and everything. We have also had speed bumps. We've had mountains, you know, that we've both had to get through. Overall, mm-hmm. how have you felt this year? Oh, it has been a lot. It's yeah. been, I think, the hardest, obviously, for everyone. ISO was so hard yeah. because a lot of what we do is not in, you know, not from home mm. and where we're always... I think the hardest thing for me has been not being able to see the community. Mm. We obviously are so lucky we can engage with them through Facebook every day, but there's nothing like actually seeing people yeah. in real life. And I think when you forget... Not that we forget. I didn't forget, but when you don't have that connection, I, I feel like you almost lose that at some stages and I think a lot of people went mm-hmm. through this in ISO like lose the connection with why you're doing what you're doing yeah. because we couldn't see I mean when we get to meet people from our community and, and see as, the impact the yeah. kick has on them it's like wow this is it like we're so fulfilled and yeah. um and so that was probably the hardest thing that we couldn't have that connection th- throughout the year as mm. normal with our community because that is so important and special to us and it's why we do what we do and it's it, it also is what motivates us yeah um and so that was that was probably the one of the hardest parts and then I think as well just in ISO and we kind of touched on this on the other podcast was just like being in your own head Mm. for so long Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. having to like really process thoughts Mm -hmm. that you're used to just and and what I've really learned about myself in ISO is that I need to be busy at all times Mm. and I actually didn't even know that about myself Mm. it's just the way that I I mean Mm. it doesn't make sense because when I am I find the busier I am the more organized I am 
And that is yeah, how I that. thrive. I thrive on having things all day. And when I didn't, I was like, oh my goodness, like, what am I doing? <laughs> like, am I, like, where's my life path? Yeah. Like, what am I, what am I good at? And you yeah. just start questioning yourself so yeah. much. And I, I felt I did that so much in ISO. And I think, yeah, I, I think a lot of people would have gone through that. But I, mm. I have learned that about myself that I need to just have a gazillion things on. Yeah. And that's how, it, even though it's stressful, yeah. I thrive on it. Yeah. <laughs> So, like, mood-wise, if you were to pick, like, maybe three words of moods that you reckon you felt over this year. Okay. Uh, Sad. Mm -hmm. A lot of sadness, Mm -hmm. which is not a feeling that I often feel. So that was hard to sit with. Um, What else would I say? Great gratitude, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. because I think that was so important yeah. on, on getting through. And I think it's also something that we've spoken a lot about is I think what a lot of us learn in ISO is the people that really mean a lot to us yeah. and we want to spend more time with yeah. them than the people that maybe don't. I think I'm hopeful mm. that people will be kinder to each other yeah. after ISO. I think that has been something that hopefully will, will come out of it. Yeah, I agree. I think um, I've noticed within the small community that, like, you know, even just going for a walk or whatever, mm. I've definitely felt a lift in, like, um, people being nicer to each other and, mm-hmm. you know, like, smiling and saying, like, good morning yep. or whatever and... Or even like when you're at the coffee shop and like someone's like, no, oh, were you first? Or have you ordered? Yes. It is a lot more polite, I feel, because we've all just been so locked up and taken away from each other that even though these people aren't, you know, your friends or your loved mm. ones, it's like you're just so happy to be around others. And, and you like, want to connect more. I think totally. that's one thing that I have learned, oh, I really love doing is that often I'll find that when you're in a rush, like you, you can't be bothered talking to you. No, I love my neighbours. Like yeah. we really have made good friends with our neighbours. But no, I'm not talking about the ones next door, but other neighbours or people that I see in the street, yeah. I'm like, can't be bothered talking to them uh, I've always in a rush but I found that you actually stopping and speaking yeah. to people and you can learn so much from other people and I've never been open to that before because I'm always like yeah. I don't have time I've got to keep moving mm-hmm. I've got to keep moving and actually doing I feel like people are, are more open yeah to having more conversation and connecting with people they don't know which is really nice it is really nice yeah. it is really nice um so one of the feelings that you didn't mention there was yes. anxious but I yes. know and you are so open about your anxiety and your struggles with it how has your anxiety been over this year? Because I'm sure, like, even for me personally, like, the stuff that I struggle with mentally was all heightened this mm, year for sure. Mm-hmm. But how how has your anxiety been this year and how have you managed that? Horrific, <laughs> to be completely <laughs> honest. I, I am now that we're out of ISO and I'm, again, I'm back to being busy. Mm. I can't spend as much time in my mind. So that's great for me to not be processing <laughs> I'm my I'm sure like a therapist is yeah, listening to like, this like, this is oh a disaster. my God. <laughs> but I, I think that that one thing where I found I've been quite anxious with this year is my, and I think it was kind of what I was talking about before with feeling like I'm not I don't know what I'm doing with my yeah, okay. life that has been something that has been playing on my mind mm-hmm. and but anyone listening I, I'm fine I know <laughs> what I'm doing like I'm very very happy and I just think I but that was through self-doubt and I think that's something where my anxiety flared up so much mm-hmm. and I think what I learned I was putting my confidence and my self-worth in the hands of others mm-hmm. which I have learnt this year that I won't and over the past few years that I'll, I'll never do that again and mm. it's so important. I mean, we did a podcast like a few months ago speaking yeah. about how important it is to take control of your own worth and not put it in anyone else's hands but I I fell attracted mm-hmm. to that, I suppose, mm-hmm. and I, I let that happen and, and I feel like that really heightened it. Mm. Um, and then I think as well just feeling anxious for others and mm. what's going to happen mm-hmm. with the world. I think where anxiety comes in is in the uncontrollables, mm. which through this year there has been 
so many uncontrollables. Mm. And so it's been all about focusing on the things that we can control and mm. trying not to think about other things. But um, yeah, and then I suppose also trying not to, it's really important to listen to the news, obviously, mm. but not being on it like so there was a stage we were both the same we were watching yeah. it like all day and every then i was day. watching it on facebook exactly and, yeah. and it's so much and we we don't need to consume that much news so that that really helped me as well and then just exercising and and what actually helped me so much was walking and listening to a podcast mm. that made me feel happy that mm. was when i was feeling super anxious i'd go and do that and then i it really really helped me so and i'm so happy that i found that things yeah that that would make me happy it's such a simple thing, but that really helped me. And so anyone that has been through it and it's been harder this year, I, I hope that you've found something mm. like that that you mm. know you can go and do and, and makes you feel better. Because, um, yeah, it's just – it's hard, I think, when, when you're an anxious person, you obviously overthink things. Yeah. And so when there's so many things so that much are time un- unknown, well. so much time, you're just overthinking everything and, mm. and you are kind of imagining the, the worst possible scenario that could happen. But what's actually helped me a little bit with that is – especially in maybe in a work sense and um not it depends on where it is like in a health sense I would not recommend doing this but I the word obviously when you're anxious you think of the worst possible thing could happen Mm. say it out loud Mm. and if it's in a a work sense or whatever it's actually not going to be that bad and if you face that fear which I've found that I've been doing because that's what where it comes from and I'm like okay this is actually the worst thing that could happen it's mm. not even that bad but mm. I'm building it up in my head to be this huge mm. thing and if it if this actually happens which is probably a 0.0001% chance but if it does I'm gonna be fine mm. we're gonna be fine mm. it's gonna be okay and we're gonna get through and that helped me it's like you face the biggest fear that could happen mm. and then you're able to work through it well, it's so good. I mean, like, if, if anything's coming out of this year, if you found things that help, you know, manage your anxiety and everything mm. like that, obviously that's a really big positive. Um, but as you know, like, anxiety comes and goes. Yeah. Those kind of feelings come and go. Sometimes you feel on top of the world and you're like, oh my God, I haven't been anxious in so long. Yes. I've, I've got this. Mm. Um, do you think if, it, if you ever go through a period where it gets really hard again or maybe these things like your walks and mm. facing those sort of things – aren't really necessarily helping as much as they once did. Would you go see someone? Yes. Oh my God. I knew that's where I thought you were going to say that. Absolutely. I would love to go and say, I need to do that. And I've been saying I'm going to do it for so long. Um, but I just need to book it in. And uh, now I didn't want to do it over Zoom mm. for the first time, but yeah, now I fair. can't say that because yeah. they're, they're not doing things <laughs> over Zoom anymore. So yeah, absolutely. I think that's something that I want to start doing regularly and that will help so much because you're, I mean, we were speaking about this last night at dinner mm. and having, talking to a psychologist mm. is just talking to, cause you talk to your friends about things, yeah. but it's going to a third party that has no interest yeah. in your, well, no, no bias interest opinion. in your life, no, no, no bias opinion. opinion. <laughs> and they are qualified mm. to give you advice on your mm. thoughts yeah. and help you process them. So mm. it just makes so much sense. So yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. No, it's good. It is good that you're open to it. Um, and this question actually came up a lot from the community. We've, I suppose, slightly touched on things you've learned about yourself, but um, is there something that you've learnt this year that mm-hmm. you want to make sure you carry over to next year? I think to focus on gratitude more. I think we get caught, I mean, we go so fast and we're, especially with every, in, in social media and in, mm. in the industry we work in, everyone is just like, go, 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 do better, do more, do more, do more. Mm. And I think we've both actually come to this realisation. I hope this is right. <laughs> if it's not, fine. <laughs> But I have definitely, and, and I think you have as well, it's this realisation that you you don't always need to do more and you 
you we are like all that I don't need anything more than what I have around me mm-hmm. like I'm so the important things in life are not actually things they're you know the people in your life mm-hmm. and the love in your life and mm-hmm. our pets and you know like we live <laughs> Ari and Billy got us through but that is what is and family and, and being connected and sharing mm-hmm. food together and, and all of those things that are actually really small things they're so important and yeah. so I that's one thing that I've learned about myself that I I I, I used to think I thrived on kind of just doing more and more and more. And I definitely, as I was saying, I love being busy, mm. but that's not the most important thing. And, yeah. and I've really learned that. Yeah. yeah. So would you say that your biggest learning or discovery about your like personal self, like personal learnings and mm-hmm. who you are is, as you kind of touched on, that you really like routine. Routine. Yeah. 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 I'm very, I've kind of always known that yeah. about myself, but I'm very regimented and I, I mean, I think I know that, like, when even when we go on holidays, mm. like, mm-hmm. Dalton and my holidays are literally, like, a normal life. Like, you get up at, at 10.30, yeah. go for a run, yeah. jump on the laptop <laughs> for two hours. <laughs> but that is what makes me happy, and yeah. that's fine, you know, yeah. and that's okay. But, yeah, I think I've definitely realized that I need to to have that routine and, and things going, and that's just me. Mm. Yeah. And that's, that's fine. That's fine. Think, yeah. That's fine. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. Now to this is this is what I'm calling juicy. Because, okay, juicy. Because right. there's a lot of people who were like super interested and I know a lot of people can relate to you in how much you've had to move your wedding dates yes. around this year. Um and how I mean you and Dalt, because you're so busy with everything you do as well, you were already kind of like stressed at the thought of planning a wedding. Yeah. And then when COVID came, it was almost like a great excuse yeah. to put it off, right? <laughs> um, so like how like how's that been for you? Have, are you getting excited now? Tell us what you've got um, planned. Have you got yes. a date now? Have you you know what's what's kind of I know I know these answers, but <laughs> pretend we you haven't. You should know that we have a date. <laughs> pretend we haven't had this chat. Um, yeah, where are you at with your wedding and like how are you feeling about it now? Because you have been open in the past about how you know you kind of like Not oh into it. whatever yeah. like yeah. one day we'll get married and that's yeah. it. <laughs> So it's funny. A lot of people ask me to give wedding updates. I'm like, but what do you? Because that I'm literally not interested. In the question box, it was like wedding update, yeah. wedding update, wedding update. Because I'm not into weddings that much. Mm. I don't know what you would find interesting to be updated on. I'm like, you want to know that I paid the second deposit for the photographer? Because that's being paid. No. Um, but yeah, we've got a date and I'm excited. I think you're right. I was very much when COVID happened. And I think I'm different to a lot of brides that mm-hmm. I haven't like planned my mm-hmm. wedding day my mm-hmm. whole life. I haven't. It's mm. just... Planning an event is the most mm. for me. I'm just not into it. It's just not not for me. And so, um, I'm when it was postponed. Obviously, it was frustrating, but yeah. I wasn't. I was like, you know, I'm glad this happened to me. <laughs> I happened to a lot of people, but I'm like, at least it's fine. It doesn't affect me. It's all good. But anyway, we have now rescheduled it, and now that it's in Feb, so mm. now that it most likely will. Yep. Go ahead. Touch wood. It's going to know. It's going to hurt. You never know. <laughs> but it's most likely going to go ahead. Mm-hmm. We have started getting. And actually, you know my advice? It's very nice to work together as a couple, except it's not. Get a wedding it's, planner. Yeah, or just one of you take control. Yeah. And it doesn't mean that I'm cre- – I have taken control. It doesn't mean that I'm creating this wedding that, you know, Dalton Yeah, he's not involved. Like. You know, yeah, he's yeah. involved, but yeah. it's just easier for organisational purposes yeah, for us. And because also we're, we're both busy and we were trying to, like, navigate a time. Oh, can we meet with a photographer at yeah. this time? And it just – we get cancelled 85,000 yeah. times. I'm like, that's it. I'm taking control. Yeah. So that has helped a lot. And then writing a list, I think, and obviously having Steph as a bridesmaid. That's a bridesmaid, <laughs> which is you. I'm a bud. Sorry, a maid of honour. That is. <laughs> Um, your title um that is what <laughs> that is your official title oh my gosh. um that is what has helped me if you can't get Steph as your maid of honor I'm not sure how many more availabilities she's got so she's been so helpful because you've told you just keep telling me to organize things and I needed that push to do it and then I got to a point where it was like 
less than three months away mm. and hadn't mm. booked a stylist, hadn't like hadn't yeah. done a lot of things. Yeah. So I have wrote a list of all the things I needed to do mm. and that has been so helpful because a wedding seems overwhelming. Mm-hmm. But once you write down what you totally. have to do, it's not hard. So like it's not list. it's yeah. not that it's not hard. It's just not that. It's just a list. You just have yeah. to tick off. You have to book people. Yeah. Um, have a heart attack at some of the prices of wedding yeah, people because exactly. that's, yeah. that's what weddings are. Yeah. But then you, you book people and then you just tick through the list. So that's what 100%. we've been doing. And now I feel totally fine about it. A hundred percent. And I'm, I'm happy. And we've, we're, we're so lucky. Like the stylist we're working with is so lovely. And I've got my brief for her was so vague and <laughs> so strange. <laughs> I said, I just want a minimal amount of flowers, but I want it to look nice. And I also like white. I think that was my full, yeah. but not over the top, but yeah. also not, 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 yeah. you know, then she was like, yeah. okay, yeah, <laughs> sure. Yeah. You don't want it to get to like the day after the wedding and you kind of thinking about it and you're like, oh, we really could have like maybe put another flower on the yes, table or whatever. Exactly. Like a nice balance. That was literally, yeah. I was like, I just want some balance. Yeah. She's like, okay, I'll see what I can do. But we got the brief back and I absolutely <laughs> it love it. It looks great. So, yeah. So happy. So that's the update. I love my dress. I'm so excited for my dress. Yeah. That's that's one thing that I'm the most excited for. So it's so beautiful. Yeah. Is yeah. that enough of an update? I don't know. Is there anything else to update on? If you think forward to the event, like the actual yes. wedding day, yes. what do you think you're most excited about? Walking down the aisle. Mm. I think that's not something that is so. Yeah, I'm really, really, really excited mm. for that. We're still working out all of the traditions that you want to go ahead we want to go with because obviously it's totally up to you and I think that's yeah so I think I felt a lot of pressure to follow every tradition but you don't have to but walking down the aisle is one thing that I it was so funny um I I have to I'll get the podcast for everyone next week but it's a Brene Brown podcast Mm -hmm. and my mum and my sister both sent it to me and they were like you should listen to this it's about like anxiety about weddings Mm -hmm. and how you do it and having to live up to expectations Mm -hmm. and all these things haven't listened to it yet, but what they, my mum was telling me that you don't even need to have a ceremony, just mm. gather. Mm. And I was like, oh no, that's the one thing that, that's the one thing <laughs> that I really want. And I'm really, I'm, that's, I think what I'm looking forward to the most of the moment when I always love yeah. looking at when that happens. I always, well, I, you know, I haven't been to that many weddings yeah. I'm acting like I've been to a hundred. Mm. I've been to about five. Um, I look at the groom's face cause it's yeah. just like so it special is. to see what, what they look like when they first see. Yeah. So yeah, that, that's what I'm looking forward to. Yeah. To the most. It's like, it, it, it's, Flies. And dancing. I can't wait to dance. If we're allowed, yeah. goodness me, I hope. No, I think we, we won't go through with it if, if we're not allowed to dance. Yeah. 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 Like the 20 dancing. Have we spoken about that on the podcast? The, the rule? Dancing? The rule. 20 people. So it's not anymore. 20 people can dance. So in some states, <laughs> the rule with dancing was yeah. 20 people could dance, but you had to allocate them. Remember I told you? So you, I would have had to message you the day before and said, hello, you are you an are allowed official to be a dancer. dancer. Oh my it doesn't God. mean there's 20 people allowed on the dance floor. So you can't sub out if you're tired oh, or you're no. 35 weeks pregnant. Yeah, right. You have to commit because you are an official dancer. So isn't that a lot? And imagine if someone didn't allocate you as a dancer and you wanted to dance and you you were allocated and you were like, oh, I'm not feeling it tonight. Mm -hmm. So I really don't want that to happen because that would be hard. You know what I think that they should move to? um, Because I totally understand why some rules and restrictions Mm -hmm. are there. Obviously, Mm -hmm. we're in a global pandemic. But what I don't understand is like, you know how we can all go to a cafe or a restaurant and you sign in, they make sure they know who's there. And then as soon as you sit down and you're with your guests, you could be with a guest like a group of 10 and all take your mask off and you're sitting right next to each other right so with a wedding what I feel like you know maybe early next year what might be the case and what I think should be fair and actually work is just that like 
the, you have the guest list. Like, you know yes. exactly who attended. If anyone from... I think dancing from, is more germs. No, state. Is but that right? if someone catches it, yes, you you'd know. let the whole guest list know. Yes, and yes, then yes, everyone yes. just goes into their own house quarantine for... Yes, I will have a COVID safe just, wedding plan. No, Thank you. Yes. but I mean, like, it yes. doesn't make sense to me because a wedding is in a place like a supermarket yes. where, like, a bunch of strangers are walking yeah, around yeah, and you're never going to be able to contact them and say, yeah. hey, I just got COVID, yeah. um, maybe go get checked. Yeah. It's a wedding. So, yes. like, if you had a guest that got COVID after your wedding... No doubt they would contact you, yes. <laughs> especially if you, you make it a thing. They would contact you and then you can just literally send out to all your guests to go get checked. Do you know Except what I mean? Hopefully there's zero COVID in Australia no, by 100%. the time we have the wedding. Melbourne's going to keep up the good work yes, and it's going to be zero cases for a lot of days. But yes, I, that's a that's a very, very good point. And yeah, I just want to be able to dance. And also yeah. you have to be careful because singing, more spit comes out. Are you going to sing, are you? No. This is going to be a surprise I'm not going to. There is a surprise act. <gasps> is it? Yeah, I'm very excited. That's actually, I'm always Wait, is Dalton just dancing? <gasps> Maybe. Oh my God, this is very exciting. It's a surprise. Okay. So we can't reveal. Okay. I don't want to tell you. Okay. No, I'll tell you though. No. So I just have to. <laughs> oh, I don't know. I don't want to be surprised. But yes, that, that's, um, the singing, mm. you have to, some people have to wear masks for singing because yeah. you spit when you sing. Mm. But no, no singing no. for me. Dal- Dalton always said like he'd love to I sing to me. I remember him saying that. Oh, no, nah, I, I was am like, not, not in- Justin Bieber. It's not like the Hayley Bieber and, and Justin Bieber I moment. I, I don't just know. can't. I'll just start laughing, which yeah. would just be so horrible yeah. because he would try so hard. And but you he, would because you'd just be so awkward. He's so funny. He's so romantic like that. Yeah. And i just die. Yeah. I would die. I'd be like, I have to leave. Like I just, <laughs> I just disintegrate into my dress. Deceased. <laughs> so yeah, I would, I would, um, that would hopefully he doesn't. But mm. if he does... Mm. It'll be great. Yeah. <laughs> I am. Um, I'm very excited for you. I think it's really great that you guys decided to, I mean, that you're having like a ceremony and that you are really excited about the aisle. Yeah. Thing because it does, it honestly, like the ceremony flies by so quickly. What was your favorite moment? Oh, I mean, honestly, like when I think back, I, I just couldn't stop smiling the whole time. Like literally yeah, till one, three This isn't your special shit. Let's I know, go with one. I know, I know. <laughs> one Definitely one of them was walking down the aisle yeah, for sure. Yeah. But like for me, it was because I had quite a long walk from yes. the car. It wasn't until I kind of hit the aisle and then I was like, because I was so nervous and like yeah. not nervous, like obviously I was so excited and so happy, but like you just, you just feel butterflies in your stomach. And like, I just like didn't really know where to look and I was like holding dad's hand and my like skirt was like you know I don't know I was just like not really looking anywhere I was just kind of like looking around and like not really knowing what to do and then I realized as soon as I got to like right towards the end of the aisle I just like looked up and like all I could see was Josh do you know what I mean like I just it's like as soon as you lock eyes with them it's like no one else is there and it's really nice and it's just yeah the ceremony is really beautiful and um it doesn't go for long though I feel like I'm gonna be in my mind like this is my my five seconds (laughs) this is my five seconds (laughs) it's going so quick have you written your vows have you thought about your vows no haven't thought haven't even thought about them no I know Dalton will write a poem so oh that's always he'll Dalton will he's because he's just has his I, it's so mad. I, I'm not laughing at him. He just, it's Stephen cute. O's. He's so, Dalton is so funny. He just like randomly it's will do random. something. Yeah. It's so. It's always come from a good place. <laughs> and so his vows, like, he might have Latin in there. Like, you know, oh, he's like, I yeah. don't know. I just. He feel just, like there's going to be some sort of surprise. But like I that. won't tell that. Maybe that's where he's going to sing. <laughs> Maybe that's where he's going to sing. What's it called? Really... A ser- is it called serenading? Serenading. Yeah, yeah, no, I don't want Imagine. that. Tell him, tell him. Imagine. Tell him I don't want that. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I reckon he his vows will be very – he's very good with words, so very deep. And I feel like that puts more pressure on my vows to be – no, so it do. doesn't. Don't think that. You know what's actually quite Mine funny? Mine will be a no, joke. No, no <laughs> joke. Yeah, and I think I don't know if anyone likes their own vows. Like, yeah, okay. as in, I for some reason thought 
I'm gonna be fine when I write my cards. Yeah. I was like, I love, I remember. I love writing you cards. Were like, I haven't finished yet. Yeah, like I love writing Christmas cards. I love writing anniversary cards. Like I'll be sweet. It'll yeah. be fine. But then when it came time to doing it, I was like, oh my god, everything I write just sounds terrible. Like yeah. it's not good enough. It's not good enough. And then I remember I loved Josh's vows. Like yes. he, he went first, and I just I just loved his vows, and I was. I'm not going to say surprise because that's really rude. Like he's so romantic. No, like he's so romantic and he is so sweet and he really does know how to say the right things, but he's also not as good at like putting a pen to paper or like actually getting his words out. Like he doesn't he was write just... you a card with eight pages. No, yeah. no. Um, and so like, I don't know what I was expecting, but it just flowed so well. And I was like, holy shit, that was great. And so then when I started my vows, I didn't think about it at the time. Like I just read it. But when I listened back to them, I'm just like, oh, you really could have done better. <laughs> I just think, oh, no. I, just think like, I think it's I just think they thing. were beautiful. I think well, you, you. it's like when I was writing your speech mm. for your wedding, mm. And I've never felt more pressure in my life. Isn't it weird? I couldn't write it because everything I wrote, yeah. I was like, and we've done a lot of speaking yeah. before, but yeah. I was like, this is the most important speech of my life. <laughs> and everything I wrote wasn't good enough and I deleted it. And I think that's Literally. just a personal thing. Like, I yeah. think honestly. Because you want it. There's so yeah. much pressure. Like, your yeah. vows, like, technically, like, they, you think, like, this so is the most important speech of my life. life. Yeah. yeah, so I have to write it good. <laughs> but honestly, it really does not matter. Like, it, really it does. Doesn't. Like, no. I can't go up there and say a joke. <laughs> no. Okay. <laughs> No, you could be like me and mention Ari's dog poo in the freaking vows. Yeah, that was oh cute. But um, it's did you just... say you always pick up? I'll always pick up Ari's. Dog yeah, poo. I said I'd promise to do that as long as when we have a baby, he gets over his fear of poo and has to. So you had a joke in there? Yeah, I did. Oh, was that serious? <laughs> I know I was quite serious. <laughs> nah, but anyway, I'm 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 so excited. Honestly, your ceremony is going to be. Oh, I just can't. I just can't wait. It's and your little angel will. Well, boy what, in your I'll belly have, will yeah. be there too. It'll be very popped by then. Yes, it will. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Talking of a baby bump. Yes. Another question that you, I already know you get a lot yeah. and I, you know, get it towards you as in like, <laughs> is she? Um, and unfortunately the way that society is, especially once you guys get married, it's just going to be a question that pops up. Obviously yes. like everyone can do it in any order whatsoever, yes. but it just so happens that once you get married, people's expectations, and they will just ask you a bazillion times. So, Laura, are so you now pregnant? you're asking. Me. <laughs> I know. So now I'm going to ask pregnant? you that annoying question: uh, Are you pregnant? Well, are you I have have a baby soon? So no. <laughs> I can definitely confirm. Uh, are we going to have a baby soon? Not soon. Yeah, it's not in our. Yeah, it isn't. Cool. Hopefully, in the future. You yeah. also never know. I mean, it's um, it's crazy how you can plan for pregnancy when yeah. you're going to get pregnant and I kind of have an idea in my head of when I would like to yeah but it might take me five years to get pregnant yeah. so I really don't know you also but could magically get pregnant randomly exactly exactly right yeah. but it won't be in the next year that's kind of where my and I don't want to be pregnant not that there's anything wrong with being pregnant when you get married but I don't want to be <laughs> yeah um yeah. if it could be my preference so yeah that is yeah I don't know I not not right now definitely yeah. not right yeah. now that is my Everyone was calling it a kick baby. Another kick baby. Does she have any kick baby? Well, the too? kick baby's already coming. So <laughs> Steph is taking one for the team. The team? <laughs> Steph is birthing a kick baby. And I'll birth one later. If <laughs> David, I can. Yeah. yeah. Um on on our baby actually, someone from the community wanted to know what are you excited about <laughs> when it comes to Josh and I having a baby? Oh, wow. I know. <laughs> Nice Don't think that I wrote that in. <laughs> I just snuck it in there. I really want to know. <laughs> no. Well, I am going to be the best babysitter ever. 
<laughs> I'm going to be – see, this is why I don't need to have a baby because I'm just going to be here all the time. Perfect. Uh, and I'm just – I'm so excited because I know you've wanted to have a baby for so long. You're very maternal, which is amazing. Oh and I think cry. it's going to make you so <laughs> <laughs> So I'm so happy that you are finally able to – have your baby amazing and you're going to be the best mum i'm very excited to see you um being a mum and josh being a dad you're going to be amazing parents i'm very excited and for your babysitting <laughs> i'm going to be the coolest i'm going to call myself an auntie mm-hmm. because you're not really so you're not going to have a godmother no um but maybe i'll just be that like a fairy godmother, <laughs> fairy godmother. Oh, my god. oh my god um yeah so i'm excited to be the cool I just, I can't believe that a child is going to come out of you. Like, okay. because you're my best friend right. and like, I don't know, I just see you as like, just like, you know, like, I feel like we're still young. Yeah, I know. And for I you know. to be looking after a child, I'm like, wow. I'm worried for that child. <laughs> but I'm not, no, I'm not worried. It's just like, it's so weird. That it is weird. We are talking about it last night. You mm. go from being, twi- like having a 21st birthday when yeah. you're like, I don't know, just yeah. when not you feel re- like a yeah, total not child. Not mature. Yeah. You feel yeah. like a kid still. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, like in your 20s, then also you don't obviously don't have to get pregnant in your 20s, but a lot of no. people start yeah. to have a baby in their like 20s. Mm. Sometimes it's later now, but it's like when mm. it's just like it just it's like it's crossing and yeah. you never this crossover and you never like you don't sit down with someone yeah. from I don't well, know the journey you, of life no, who totally. says it's time to become an adult. As you said, it's like you know your parents say if you you know we're talking about getting pregnant at like twenty one, your yes. parents would be like you know, you should wait. Yep. This is really young. Yeah. And like past 26, they start asking you when you're going to have a baby. <laughs> My mum's like, like, you need to be 45 and you have a baby. <laughs> but yeah, it's, it's, it is funny. It's yes. like really not that long in between. No. And it really and doesn't matter just, when you do it. No. But like, yeah. So I still feel like you're a 20, I just remember you, <laughs> I'm a your 21st birthday with your Cinderella, yeah, your Cinderella Disney princess dress and the fact that a child is, and I just keep thinking like every time we're out for dinner, I'm like, oh, soon there's going to be a baby. Oh my God. Like we're going on a holiday. Oh, soon, soon we're going to have baby. five of us. Yeah. It's be just the family so pool. special. Yeah. The family pool, the family, we'll be having dinner at 4.30. <laughs> We'll have to go to the cinemas at 1pm on a Saturday because it's the only time, no, on a weekday, it's the only time you're allowed to bring your baby and you're going to have a mother's group. Oh, It's crazy. I know. Oh, well. I want to be in it. <laughs> I pretend I have a baby, bring like a fake baby. Just I had a baby everything. too. You'll be so prepared by the time it's time for you to have a baby. Or if Josh is busy, I can just sub in and be like the supportive <laughs> friend. <laughs> you give me the pregnancy massage. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, well, that's very nice. Yeah. I'm really excited. <laughs> Thank you. Um, okay. So one thing I know that you like doing is yes. setting yourself some goals and they're not always the biggest goals because oh, you've learned, no, but you've learned that, <laughs> you've learned that it's... You like to set your standards low. <laughs> no. As in like, you like to kind of set your mini goals to reach a certain goal. Yes. Um, have you thought about what your goals might be for next year? Absolutely not. I'm very sorry. <laughs> My next part of the question was, what is it? Because <laughs> I thought maybe you had. <laughs> oh, my goodness. No, I think we've got some goals with Kip. Yeah. That's very exciting yeah. and will be – we've got a lot of growth that we're doing internally yeah. that will be quite a large um, – Task. Yeah, large task for yeah. us, which is super exciting. But yeah. also that's – I suppose that's a goal to get it yeah. going yeah. and happening and, yeah, there's, yeah. there's that. And yeah. then I think as well – See a psychologist, that is the goal, which I've had for two years. Everyone listening will be like, Laura, stop saying it because you're like, say it every time and you never do it. But I will. That is my goal. And I know I said that last time too, but I, I will. Um, and then I'd love, I, this is my goal from last year to run a marathon and I haven't done it, but mm. I feel like 
You'll do well, it. actually, all the marathons were cancelled and I wanted to do one. Yeah, you want to do it. Like, so yeah, maybe I, should, I, would yeah. like, I would like to do that. And I think I would like to work on my confidence more. Hmm. Take control of it again, as I was saying, How which I learned. going to do that? Well, I don't know. I, this is a very important I need to sit down with my, my kick diary, yeah. which is available at my goals at the moment that you can get. And they're fantastic. And, yeah, I'm going to sit down and, and put those goals down. But um, that's, that's what I'm thinking. But, yes, I need to... Find some tools to work on my confidence. Okay. Yes. Okay. Now, for... Are they small enough for you, those goals? <laughs> no, they're, no, they're quite big. They're quite big. That's quite big. Um, and But you said you hadn't thought about them. You came up with them pretty quickly. Yes. So... Maybe I had thought maybe about them. Indirectly. And be the them. best babysitter. <laughs> <laughs> that one I'm okay with. Um, I've got some quick fire questions. Yes. So... Quick answers. Okay, okay, sure. All right. What was your favourite show you binged during ISO? Sex and the City. We watched it from the start to the end and Dobson loves it. So it was nice to watch that together. Perfect. Yeah. Was there any new habits or interests you took up during ISO? Uh, when you sent this question through, I was like, you know that I didn't. Well, have you done no. anything more this year than you <laughs> no. wouldn't have done? Have no, you haven't. I haven't. I used the extra time to study. So Nice. Sure. <laughs> What did you miss the most when you're in lockdown? I was seeing you. Oh, oh that's <laughs> a lie. <laughs> that's not a lie. So I said it in a lie voice, but that's true. No, seeing you and working with you every day. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. Um, what was the first place you wanted to go when everything started to open back up? For dinner. To a restaurant. Out for dinner. Yeah. yeah. Which we went together. You do. With you. So, nice. again, I wasn't Me. lying. Yeah. <laughs> Did you purchase anything in ISO, any treats, a bit of retail therapy? If so, what was your favourite thing you bought yourself? Okay, so for this, I have to tell you, I don't like online shopping very you have, much. You have spoiled yourself this yes, year. Yes, but I don't like online shopping very much. Yeah. I prefer to go in. Into a store. Into the store. Yeah. And one thing I think of is the tragic ASOS order that Dalton and I made. <laughs> oh, my God. And I remember this. I can't explain to you guys how... Like the clothes came, and I was like, "This is just." I, it was more more Dalton than me, but yeah, it was like what he ordered was like he was Dalton dresses the same every day. He wears a Uniqlo shirt and Uniqlo jeans, yeah, and, and his shoes, yeah. Yeah. yeah, all Birkenstocks and yeah. socks when he gets home. But that's yeah. literally what he, he either wears blue or white, nothing else. Yeah, and he bought all these like baggy like streetwear style yeah. clothes, and it was just that was a tragic. So that was a disastrous <laughs> retail moment um but i bought my favorite thing that i bought is a chair mm-hmm. for our house Lovely. and it's called the huggy chair and it's really cute and i'm really excited amazing yeah oh it hasn't come yet no it's here oh. it's in the box still i need oh. to take it out where's it going the box. in the um in the front room it's also white and mm. billy <laughs> is a dog like a large dog yeah of course it's gonna <laughs> be allowed on it no, of course <laughs> he's allowed everywhere so anyway we'll we'll see but um yes it's it's not, and i've got very good at removing stains from furniture i so. would hope so yes <laughs> <laughs> all right laws to finish off reflecting yes. on this year yes what is your proudest moment of 2020 oh i didn't say that question did you add that no oh no, i didn't <laughs> so just sneak it in it was pay attention <laughs> Proudest moment of 20... Oh, relaunching for Kick. I think that was the most... And I think for me, and it was walking into the, the Kick house, the mm-hmm, sets, and mm-hmm. and from where we started with Kick yeah, and where we used to film and how we used to film, just seeing, like, wow, like, look at this the amazing... Yeah, yeah. That, that, I think, was was the proudest moment of 2020. Well, that's... And finding out you were pregnant. That's not like a... Pr- I'm not, like, proud no, of you, though. Not, <laughs> I'm so proud. so proud of you. <laughs> no, but that was awesome. Um... That's awesome. Yeah. Well, thank you for 
the chat. Thank you. I think for interviewing me. Going to love it. And um, yeah, it was very fun. And get excited for next week because I'm interviewing you. It's going to be awesome. Great. Yeah. Um, <laughs> do you have fun? Did you? I did. Oh, I that's really, cool. I did. Right. I have a question for you. What? Am I your funniest friend yet? F- funniest I guest on the Kid Pod or your funniest <laughs> friend? <laughs> You oh. just have too many funny friends. I, was I would say. like to be your funny friend, please. 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 Yes. You can be. No, that was an They're all funny. Everyone yeah, I know is funny. So what about the funniest, like funny funniest guests on the geek pod? Oh, okay, I'll, yeah. I'll give you that. <laughs> <laughs> Although we've had like tiny We've had some really, really funny people. Okay. <laughs> some really funny people. All right, I'll just stick with mediocre funny person that just sits in the middle average like oh my, my gosh. gosh. Um, well, anyway, we hope you guys enjoyed this chat. Rosie, <laughs> would you kindly like to sign off as yes. the guest slash now host yes i'd love to so if you'd like to find more about give it cleaner you can at www.keepitcleaner.com.au you can follow us on insta at keep it cleaner at steph claire smith or at laura.henshaw and we will be back next week for a fantastic Final. also thank you so much to everyone for the support of Kickmas. Mm. We've loved doing Kickmas. Yeah. There's a few days to go. So if you have missed out, don't worry. There's two more days of prize giveaways. They're amazing. And you just have to log into your Kick app and it will be on the home yeah. screen for you to enter. It literally takes one minute and the prizes are amazing. So thank you so much to everyone who has entered those. And thank you to the amazing brands that gave away the prizes that everyone yeah. in the team is like, we wish we could win this, but yeah. obviously we, we will not do that. <laughs> That is all. Yeah. That is all. See you next week uh, when Steph sits in the hot seat. Oh, whoa. <laughs> sits in the hot seat. And it is our final lap of the season, guys. So we We're will ending be taking... with a bang. <laughs> we no, really not. Um, we will be taking a break over Christmas and everything. Nobody cares. I don't think anyone will even miss the podcast. Oh <laughs> joking, joking. Working on the confidence. It will be a very sad time. No, I'm joking. <laughs> I don't know what I'm doing here. All right. Bye. Bye. <laughs>